Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu. Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. At SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Today on the ZabeCast, the great coronavirus awakening appears to be at hand. Leagues keep getting socked with waves of COVID positives. I guess it's better late than never. Andy Poland joins me to pick through the rubble of the football team's annihilation in Dallas. We'll try to assess which burning piles of garbage need to be put out first. Also, we talk about Jews, Chinese food, Christmas Day, and the Kurt Warner movie. Your 40-minute, uncensored, 140-proof version of me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. Here we go. Tuesday, December 28, 2021. Thank you for downloading. You are looking live at my brother-in-law Todd's driveway in Collegeville, PA, where the new Mobile Strike Studio, a.k.a. the uh, Explorer Landjet, the Zabecast Landjet, is parked. And I am broadcasting from inside the luxurious confines right now. Um, I'm due to speak to my friend Harry Mays later tonight for a chunk of podcast that will air tomorrow. I'm going to get the 101 on all things Philly sports and just get Harry's take on everything else. Uh, And that should be fun to connect with him. I forgot to mention, I believe yesterday, it, it struck me driving up here today. I go, oh, shit. I didn't even mention Ben Simmons. Of all the players not playing this year, Ben Simmons might be the worst. He's like, that's it. I don't want to play here anymore. It's like, bro, you can't shoot. And he's like, that's it. I don't want to play here. So then they're like, well, nobody wants to trade for you. So you kind of need to still play here. He's like, no, mental health? Mental health. Mental health. I call mental health. And now the team's like, I don't really think you have mental health issues. I think you just don't want to play for us. No, no, seriously. Serious, working on my mental health. Swear to God. I'll get the 101 on that from from Harry Mays later on tonight. Okay. Is the tide finally turning on coronavirus delusion? What have I been all along pretty much since the first couple months revealed? Okay, what are we looking at? 
I was on hashtag team virus, hashtag virus gonna virus, and that there is nothing you can do to prevent it from spreading. You need to protect the vulnerable as best you can, but otherwise, your mask is not going to stop coronavirus. And pretty much the Western world bet that the pharmaceutical giants could beat it with vaccines. I'm not saying it's the worst bet in the world. They said, just hang in there. We got a vaccine coming. And we talked to the scientists. They can whip one up. That's going to work. It uses mRNA technology, and it's going to be awesome. Just sit tight. Came out right after the uh, election was over. Interesting. There is stuff on that, but I'll leave that alone. And it turns out that it doesn't actually work like a real vaccine. It doesn't prevent you from contracting COVID. And (laughs) the virus evolved around it as many said uh hey this happens you know uh when you mass vaccinate vaccinate during a pandemic the virus goes oh gonna swerve sort of like the uh what were the little diamonds in missile command oh missile command i gotta do that here hold on a second let me see if this is hooked up i think it is uh where they you would you would pew 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 you would put a little thing around the diamond that was coming down the, what do they call that? It was not the, the missile. It was, uh, was it a spaceship? And it would, it would just be able to evade and wait, and it was really hard to kill. Anyway, Omicron is spreading like a mofo, blowing through every stop sign, everyone vaccinated, double vaccinated, triple vaccinated. In fact, it may be infecting the vaccinated higher at a higher rate than the unvaccinated. Maybe, I don't know. I've seen some things. I can't confirm, but it's out there. Bottom line is there's more positive cases this year at the same time as there were last year. So, are we winning? Today, Joe Biden said there is no federal answer to this pandemic. It's got to come from the states. Well, all right, Joe. Good to have you on board. Thank you for that. And the CDC has cut its mandatory, it's not mandatory, but it's cut its recommended quarantine of 10 days down to five days. Now, how soon will leagues follow suit? We shall see. Because bowl games are getting canceled left and right, which I don't give a shit because there's only three bowl games I care about, the two semis and the final. Everything else is whatever. But it's causing havoc, and the NHL has been shut down for a little while. The NBA's are going to power through, but they've got guys being called up from the G League. The NFL's doing their dance around it. I think it's finally, surrender is finally at hand, and it'll be sweet surrender when it happens. That's the problem. People don't want to admit they were wrong, especially people in power, especially governments. Don't want to ever go, you know what? We tried, but we failed. We failed. You can't say that. But that sometimes is the most important, honest, and necessary thing to do, is to admit, okay, this is it. We've, we've done all we can. Everything else we do is just going to be counterproductive, destructive. LeBron James tweeting over the weekend the three, Sp- three Spider-Man meme with cold, flu, and COVID all as Spider-Men pointing at each other in a triangle. That was interesting. 
Dave Portnoy is getting more and more vocal. I know he's not an authority or an expert or a doctor or an epidemiologist, but he does carry sway. More athletes are starting to speak up. I know this. I'm sick of seeing ticker updates or hearing, and so-and-so is tested positive. Some player, some coach, some team, some league. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Okay, great. Put him on your list. Put him aside for a while. Let me know when he's back. In fact, don't even let me know when he's back. I'll notice he's back if I care about him when I see him back and go, oh, that guy, didn't he have COVID? Yeah, that's right. Everybody had COVID. All right, let's get to Andy Poland. He was there last night in front of his TV, absolutely once again, utterly not gobsmacked at the fact that we seem to have found a new rock bottom with the Washington football franchise. Hello! Is it fair to say this is Ron Rivera's first rock bottom as head coach of the Washington <laughs> football team? Every coach, every coach we've had under Snyder seems to have at least one rock bottom. Yeah? Yeah. You know, I, I trace rock bottom back to Richie Pettibone. Uh, and... Well, Actually, I, I don't. I don't think you trace it back to Richie Pettibone. I think that is the proper et, et, etymological. Is that the right word I'm looking for? It's the proper origin of the phrase because Richie, who was the coach who unfortunately followed Gibbs the first time around, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Was having a tough go of it, circa 1992. Three. Yeah, yeah 93. He was having a rough go of it. And he said to reporters, I think this is rock bottom. Yeah, I don't think we can go any lower than this. And it might have been the Dallas game that they lost 28 years to the day before losing like they did yesterday. And that score was 38-3. to What's worse, 38-3 to or was it 52-14? I'm not in front of my computer right now. Was that the 56 final? 56 to 14. 56 yeah, to 14. It's uh is it the most points scored by Dallas in the rivalry? Yeah, yeah, and it's the biggest blowout uh since that 38 to 3 game uh which with interesting history too because if you remember Washington opened up the season against Dallas on Monday Night Football and they won and they won handily and Emmett Smith was holding out at the time and Charles Haley going into the locker room took his helmet and threw it against the wall at RFK, and it stuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so uh, they Dallas lost again the following week, and uh, Jerry had to loosen up the old wallet and pay him, and, and uh, they went on to win a second straight Super Bowl. But, uh, yeah, that was like the payback game because uh, Dallas had opened up the season in Washington with the loss. I would say the most embarrassing moment in this Quote rivalry, quote. I mean, Dak Prescott's now nine and one <laughs> against the Redskins slash Washington. Uh, the last time the Redskins nicked Dallas and drew blood in a game that meant anything was that late season game at FedEx Field in the mid teens, if I recall. Do you remember that yeah. game? Yeah, was this to uh, I think it cement was a, the playoffs? I think it was a Kirk led game. So it was okay. around 2016, and it was a pretty big game. And, yeah, and it was to cement the playoffs. 
And yeah. before that, the only time they drew blood against Dallas was on Thanksgiving Day on Bobby Three Sticks' first rookie year when well, he was at his most uh, electrifying, to quote right. Mary Michael. I will also remember they had beaten Dallas in a winner-take-all game at the end of that 2012 season. Um, okay, which maybe, was you it. know what? Maybe that's the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, but the same season he had that three, four touchdown passes against Dallas on Thanksgiving. So, so that, yes, so that would be touchdowns. it then. That would be it. The, the end of the year in 2012, and yeah. then uh, the Dallas game. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, they, they haven't done yeah. shit against Dallas in a decade at a minimum. Pretty much. Uh, well, here's the game. Uh, now, I don't know whether they had to. No, I think they, they clinched it by beating Philadelphia the week before. But I'm just looking here at their schedule from 2015, and they beat the Cowboys in the last game of the season, 34-23. Uh, to 23. So That they sounds did. about right. What year was that? That was 2015. That, and then they, that's the one I'm thinking about yeah, right there. And then they, then they played Green Bay in the playoff game, and they lost that. Right. right. Right, they were actually playing pretty good football then, and Green Bay was not playing good football. And mm-hmm. I thought they would have a chance against it, but then Aaron Rodgers happened, and you know the rest is history. So uh, that was that was as bad as it gets pretty much for this team. And, of course, there's an out. There's an excuse. The COVID is an excuse. Is it a valid excuse in your well, opinion? Well, it's, it's a valid excuse for losing the game. It's not a valid excuse for losing 56-14. to 14. They were completely embarrassed in that game on the field and on the imported benches where their yes. <laughs> Walter Payton Man of the Year candidate uh, took a swing at his college teammate. Uh, and and that really... Is that right? Deron, know, Deron Payne is a Walter Payton Man of the Year candidate? No, no, but Allen, Jonathan oh, Allen. Sorry, is. Jonathan Allen swung at Deron Payne. Right, yeah. right, but, but Payne... Poked his finger no, in I Allen's know. face. No, I yeah. know. I know. By the way, so John Allen's the best. Uh, he's the best. I love yeah. the guy, uh, but he had been pushed too far. Now, right. the two of them said afterwards, hey, man, we're going we're gonna to work it out amongst ourselves. Others have said those two guys are like brothers, having played together at Alabama. I don't make too much of the lingering after effect of what this dust-up was, but as an optical thing on the bench, on your imported stupid bench, uh, against your rival while getting your ass kicked and put in a Chinese takeout box, that's fucking embarrassing. That's as bad as any sideline dust-up. That's Kevin Gilbride and uh, Buddy Ryan going at it on the Houston sideline. Yeah, I know. Uh, you, you also may remember this: uh, the late Kevin Green got into a big sideline dust up with a coach uh, where they were playing Washington. It's it's gone back about twenty five years, right? And uh, and at the time, Matt Millen, who I, I really liked. Now, Matt Millen was a disaster as general manager of, of the Lions, but 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 as a guy and as a broadcaster, he's I think top notch. So he was doing work at our radio station at the time, and I talked to him about it the next day. I said, "Wow, can you believe that?" That's nothing. That happens all the time. And, right. and he said, and he said he once took a phone and threw it at an assistant coach when he was playing for the Raiders. And and you also may remember this. He decked. Uh, the, I think his first name was Billy or Declan or something. His name was Sullivan. They owned the, the Patriots, and and he decked them after a game. Oh so, my god! You know, the owner. Yeah, I mean, it was the owner. Not the, the owner, but. 
Okay. I think it was the owner's son. But oh. it, was, it, it, was, it was, you know, and, and so, you know, a lot of what we see now happens because they got television cameras everywhere. So the guys who play don't think it's as big a deal as we do, but it, it provided something very convenient uh, for Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth last night who had a dead right. game walking at oh, 28-7. Yeah. And they needed something to spice it up, so they played up the WWE, hoping viewers would stay tuned to see if there was a you know a second round to this. <laughs> so there are so okay. First of all, let me slow down here. I'm giggling. I'm laughing. You're sounding upbeat. I'm sounding upbeat. The team is a disaster. I'm going to hear from my Redskin fan, my Wolf fan, saying, "See, there you go again, Zabe. You as a Packer fan, you're laughing at this. I'm I'm going to calm it down for a second. And say, I feel for fans of the team because there are so many piles of rubble burning right now, Mm -hmm. it's hard to even count them. But let's try. What are the biggest burning trash piles right now with the franchise? Quarterback on the field? Well, is there on on off off and like, okay, no stadium. Mm -hmm. That's a burning pile of rubbish. The name change. If you think this was bad losing to Dallas by this much, wait until the Commandos are losing to Dallas next year by that many. And then if you think that's bad, wait until the Commandos are losing to Dallas every year and you have to go to Prince William fucking County to go see them get killed by Dallas. Then it'll be really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's if that ever gets built. Uh, and, and, you know, Dan Snyder looking for somebody else's money to pay for it. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're in Landover for a long, long time. I think that's, that's, well, that's uh, also that's, depressing. Yeah, that's depressing. Absolutely. That is, um, you have, uh, the NFL stonewalling, uh, the release of the investigation into the football team. Right. And, you know, they've, they've thrown out John Gruden as a human sacrifice and, you know, leave us alone, you know, we're, we're right. not going to tell you anything. Uh, there's that. Um, we, there's, what about, what about this? What about the fact that Snyder obviously is still calling some shots because Tanya's not shipping benches to Dallas because she thinks it's a good idea. Tanya is not letting him wear burgundy on burgundy because she thinks it's a good idea. Dan is still calling shots. He's just distancing himself from this, which I think is going to be how he plays it going forward. Like, Hey, last year was a rough year, but you know, I wasn't around. So what can you do? You watch. Yeah, uh, he is yeah. walking away from this year as if he had nothing to do with it. That could be, yeah. Uh, you also have uh, no real quarterback for the future and That's, no real yeah. hope of getting one. You know, Right, and you've won too many games this year to be sitting in a natural position to take a guy with your own pick. Well, and there also isn't anybody who's a clear number one quarterback either. Not or, yet. Yeah. But it's early. Mm-hmm. Wait until April mm-hmm. comes. There'll be yeah, mm-hmm. there'll be three guys taken in the top ten at quarterback. Watch. I mean, you have to because you have to keep swinging at that pitch. Eventually, you're going to hit one out. But yeah, well, that's and, the way it works. And they had their bat on their shoulder for the last two, and Mac Jones and Justin Herbert. Right now, right, Jones right. Jones fell outside of when they were naturally drafting, but he was gettable. I think he was only two spots up. Yeah, yeah, they could have done it, but they chose not to. They uh, did, they the did cult- go for Matt Stafford, but the price was too high. The culture is still a burning dumpster pile because you got players swinging at each other. I mean, this whole right. he's changed the culture, has he? Really? 
I don't know. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. and then there's the fact that Ron Rivera is just not that good of a coach, people. He's a great story, admired man. He's had three winning seasons in 11 years between here and Carolina as a head coach. That's right. not and, impressive. And, and you also, if you look at the two years, he's had two four-game winning streaks. Last year against mostly beat-up quarterbacks and a Pittsburgh oh, yeah. Steelers team that was a toggle game. I mean, it, it was it, it was ready to fall, right? And and they got him at the right time, uh-huh. uh, you know. And then this year, yeah, they had an impressive win against Tampa, but then they get the game where Cam Newton comes back, and oh, by the way, Cam Newton can't throw. Um, and you know, they they ran the ball effectively and won four straight games, but they've gone back to being bad again. And and also, you know, that four game winning streak followed a two and six start, which very easily could have been zero and eight. Yeah. They were lucky to beat the Giants and they were lucky to beat the Falcons on the road. So, you know. How's your how's your fandom holding up right now? Well, you know, the, the thing that's that's changed me over the last, I'd say, ten years is Twitter. Um I I just release uh aggravation on Twitter <laughs> as I watch the game. Does it help? And, is it a good yeah. therapy for you? Yeah, because then others join in, and occasionally I'll get in a little Twitter war with somebody who attacks me, and you know it, it sort of keeps me occupied. And and when this game got out of hand, I was tweeting like crazy last night. <laughs> it was, you're like, okay, the game sucks, but I'm on fire right now at 140 yeah. characters a clip. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I throw out little historical facts. People check with me. You know, is this, is this the biggest? And how bad was it? And I said, you know, and so, right. and then I then I check it, and you know, somebody will actually come up with the a screenshot of the game that I'm referring to. You know, it's kind of I'm, I'm hanging with my friends. Clutching is what it amounts to. You know, communal clutching. Right. You know, people uh, people goof on Jera. but yeah. he is clearly running circles around the rest of the division. I mean, look at the Giants. Giants had to tell their fans, we're bringing back both head coach Joe Judge and, you know, uh, what's his name, the quarterback. I'm having a brain uh, lock Daniel right now. Jones. Danny Daniel Jones. Jones. Yeah. And they may let Gettleman stay on for another year, who's made a complete hash of things. Right, right. Yeah, it's, well. And Philly's yeah, not I'm, much better. I just, I, like, you can mock Jerry all you want. And you can say he overspent for this guy, overspent for that guy. They're in cap hell, whatever. They've got a, a team there. They finally fixed their defense after the last couple of years. That right, defense but, is fast and nasty. And and they also got lucky on Dak. He was a fourth-round pick. You either got to be really yeah. good or lucky. They were lucky. They on got that. lucky on him, and they've paid him. There was yeah. remember I I remember when there was a debate out about whether you pay him. Oh, that was, he was worth yes, all that he had money. Programming for six months every day should be paid back. We're not paid back. I yeah. Know. By the way, I made the mistake of tuning in to uh, Undisputed today just to check in my <laughs> once every three month check in, and I was immediately reminded you will get stupider for watching this. <laughs> If you allow yourself, like the level of discourse between Skip and Shannon, it's like third graders talking to each other, taunting each other. And it goes so slow for 15 minutes at a time over one little thing. Hey, Shannon, are you going to back off your one and done thing? Now, Skip, Skip, don't do that, Skip. I told you, you might draw so-and-so in the playoffs. Oh, come on. Sounds like you're backing off. 15 minutes 
on that. Not only that, when, when you look at the numbers, they have like nobody watching either. And I they know. just keep paying them more money. I don't get it. I, I don't get it either. But anyway, so um, I'd say the playoffs are a long shot, Andy. Uh, oh, you think four, so? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I've gone to a few websites that have it at 4%. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, they're, they're two games back with two to play. And I don't think that looks good, does it? No, it doesn't look good. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with MyBookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than MyBookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with MyBookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie, and when you win, get paid. Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. You saw on Christmas Day, Mm -hmm. All-American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Tell me what you thought. Well, it it had a very Disney-ish feel to it. Um, We know it's based on a true story. Um, The guy who played um, Kurt Warner, Zachary Levy is his name. He was was quite good. And also, uh, as they do with most movies, they turned it into a love story. So the Brenda Warner end of this plays a big factor in it. Um, Dennis Quaid played Dick Vermeil. And, you know, the, the famous press conference, and I, I, this is what really bugs me when they do this in the movies. But you remember the, 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 as, as Trent Green tore up his knee in the exhibition game, and that opened the door for Warner to play. It was in, the, it was in the third, late third quarter of a game where he, a preseason game number four, yeah. number four, and he had just thrown his 22nd pass of that game. Think right. about that, kids, about how they treat preseason now. That this right. is Dick Vermeil back in the day going, well, sure, he's our starter, but we want to get him enough work before the season opener. And he blew yeah, out well, his knee. Yeah, it was a new offense, and they had Mike March running it. Remember, he'd come from Washington. Great so, show on turf. Yeah, yeah, so they were getting him used to it. Yeah, and he, he got knocked out of the game with a, with a knee injury, an ACL. And so Dick Vermeil holds a news conference after the game. I can't believe they underplayed this. And they had Dennis Quaid not really playing Dick Vermeil as Dick Vermeil because Dick Vermeil cries at everything. Sure. And remember when Dick Vermeil yes. emotionally said, we are going to rally around Kurt Warner <laughs> and we will play good football. Yes. Well, they, they totally underplayed that. He just they you know did? said it stoically. Yeah, which really surprised oh, me because, because that's, the, the, that's, the, that's the most dramatic part of the story. 
Right. And then this is the thing that gets me because you and I have been to many, many news conferences and there's some orderliness to it. No, instead, all the reporters begin screaming questions. It doesn't work like that. No. You know? Yeah. It's like somebody, you know, follows up with a question and another. Occasionally they interrupt one another, but it's not like, you know, the president stepping off the helicopter and everybody shouting questions at him at once. It right. doesn't work that way. Right, over the yeah. chopper wash. I, yeah. I just uh I, I saw I saw the clip of the preview and I said the football scenes look very amateurish. And it's well, so hard to make them look good because real football is played by freakish athletes. Right. But uh, I would say that Levy looked like a football player. He, he looked like okay. somebody who could be. Yeah. And he, he, you know, and he threw the ball okay. And a lot of times these guys can't even throw. But I thought it was pretty good. And then they mixed in you know, the real stuff uh, in with the regular highlights. And uh, I thought that part was okay. But, it, you know, it, it had – it had all the campy elements to it, and uh, even though it's a true story. And, uh, you know, for Christmas Day, which, you know, involves Chinese and movies, for me, I'd say it was an overall win. Which brings me to my other thing. I'm finding the tweet here on my timeline. There is a restaurant in New York City that posted a handwritten note that mm-hmm. said, that said very nice, it's like, to our Jewish friends, we don't always fully understand your dietary customs, but we appreciate you keeping us in business on Christmas Day. Right. And, yeah, and you've said forever, this is a thing. Yeah, it's like, it's like, don't ask those Jewish people about eating Chinese and going to the movies. You don't want to stereotype them. And we say, no, 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 no. This is what we do. <laughs> you don't need to worry about stereotypes. It's like, this is the, it, the city is all to ourselves. Nobody's around. We get yeah. that good Chinese and we go to a, go to a movie. It's winter. We like what do you it. Want? Yeah. Yeah. We, we know that you're going to your tree and your eggnog and whatever else you do. We're fine. We're okay. You know, we like this. Uh, and I did. I looked at a story that that traced the roots of where Jews started to eat Chinese. And this goes way back. But apparently, the Chinese did not follow the Christian calendar. And as you know, the Jewish calendar is a little bit off from the Christian calendar. Right. So uh, I guess to the Chinese, Christmas wasn't a major holiday either. So they just stayed open, and Jewish people looking for places to go. Oh, Chinese is open. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, here's the actual note. The Chinese Restaurant Association in the United States would like to extend our thanks to the Jewish people. We do not completely understand your dietary customs, but we are proud and grateful that your God insists you eat our food on Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. And there's a Star of David and also the yin and the yang of Buddhism next to it. Right. Kumbaya. And, and also, we like to eat it on Sunday nights. We watch 60 Minutes. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of the thing we do. <sighs> All right. Anything else before we wrap it up tonight as we head down the stretch here, the final three weekends, or no, two oh. weekends of the NFL after tonight. Two more weekends of the NFL, week 17 and week 18. The the extra game I didn't want, but you say, don't worry, they're going to add another one to even it up at 18 soon enough. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're shoving it down their throats. And uh, do you think they're going to stop at 14 playoff games, 14 playoff teams? I don't know. That, they could even expand that. To make it eight? 
Do you, do yeah. you know how marginal some of these seven seeds are going to be in both uh, leagues? I understand, but you know what? You know what's this is a good uh, lab test. What's happening over these last few weeks that you're seeing, like for example, Ian Book is going to start tonight for the uh, for the Saints. Yes. Do you think that that's going to kill the ratings? No, P- no. people don't mind. That's, watch. I, that's that's part of the problem is they watch anyway. It's the one. Yep. It's the only thing left in television to draw a rating is professional right, right. tackle football. Right. It's not like oh well they had too many injuries and so the fans rather than seeing the first string quarterbacks all went and did antiquing on Sunday rather than watch football. No, yeah. they're still yeah. watching. Hey, one more yeah. thing. Totally off of football for a second. You know, there's a labor stoppage in baseball, and yeah. I'm not hearing anything about it right are you well well, i'm hearing that it's going to stop for a while that that both sides don't even run a really talk and we're looking at probably a hundred game season whenever they get started but are you kidding me they've already pretty much assumed this this dispute's going to claim part of next year right right that's that's the way i think it's being looked at and yeah uh, the reason i thought about it was I have this natural inner circadian rhythm to my sports calendar. And mm-hmm. once we get through Christmas and the football season is winding down, I start to think, think about the spring and baseball. Yes, including baseball, pitchers and catchers, spring training, opening day, etc. And as I thought about it, I go, how come I'm not seeing or hearing any stories of they're due to meet next week to talk about it? They think they can agree on this. They think that they're not even covering this work stoppage. And I'm thinking the balls on baseball, both sides, to mm-hmm. think that the fans will just be back whenever they say, okay, we've got it sorted out, is staggering to me. Well, I think that uh, you and I have had this conversation with our mutual friend Tom Lavero many times. And he points to the owners canceling the World Series in 1994 and realizing we can't really kill this, you know, that the fans did come back. And the television contracts are good enough to keep everybody fat and happy. And they really can't screw this up. It's, yeah. It'll, you know, there'll be a lot of complaining, but people will be back. It'll be fine. But if you throw grandma through a window once and she lives, it doesn't <laughs> mean you can throw her through a window again and she'll okay. live. Eventually, but, but, she's going to die. All right, but yeah, but what's the end? Does baseball die? And, and I, I think it. I I think they're heading towards a mortally wounding self-own, the likes of which they don't fully understand. The world of sports and media is changing. They think they know, but they don't know, as Jim Morris Senior once said, and they won't know until they do this. Christmas should have been little Jimmy's getting their new baseball jersey with free agent acquisition X on it. It should be making plans to go away for the winter for a week to see spring training. That's not happening. Doesn't look like it. Buying season tickets, putting them under the tree. That's not. What sport has the balls to think, yeah, we don't need any of that during Christmas season? I guess baseball. Because when is the last time we've had a strike or a work stoppage that ran through Christmas. Oh, for for Major League Baseball, um, like yeah, this is I an this is an unusual time for it. For probably the ninety four ninety five right. when they were ready to come back with scabs right. and right. Judge Sotomayor right. put the kibosh on that. 
When do you think there'll be another work stoppage in another sport? Uh, I don't think it's going to ever happen in football. I think it's it's the, all they do for the owners is they just sprinkle a few more dollars on the players and they go away. Okay. So I don't think it'll happen there. Uh, NBA, not really, because the players now run the league, right? right you know, right. they decide where they want to go and who they want to play for. They don't even have owners; um, they have governors. <laughs> yeah, and and yes, and, and the thing about hockey is when they do strike, nobody cares. They kill the whole season, and nobody oh. really noticed. Okay, well, uh, Philly on Sunday for the Wolfskins. Uh, yes, a home game for the Eagles, I might add, because uh, I don't think there'll be many fans wearing burgundy gold for that one. I think that's going to be a brutally bad uh, crowd situation. Because Count on it. Philly, Philly is hunting. They're sniffing. They're scratching. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, anybody who's a, who's a Washington fan has already put his tickets up on StubHub. <laughs> and they're still getting no no bites. <laughs> well, no, actually, they're no, they might be getting eagle. Philly bites. Yeah, yeah, all Eagle fans. Yeah. Short drive. They're coming in. All right, Andy. I'm glad you had a good Christmas. Mazel, mazel to you, my friend. We'll talk next week. Very good, Zach. Right, Take buddy, care. Okay, let's end on some housekeeping here. Lots of great feedback from my interview with my mom and dad, and the video I posted at my YouTube channel at. The Zabecast, you can search for it and subscribe. Got a bunch of new subscribers. Because I mentioned it, I'll mention it again today. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Charch's wife, Roxy, the lovely Roxy, said, Oh, your parents are so cute. Are they eligible for adoption? (laughs) Yeah, they're cute in that interview. My dad, though, he's pretty ornery. I keep having to tell my dad, Dad, whoa, 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 whoa. My dad goes from zero to annoyed, like a Tesla, at full Full open battery, not throttle. Two things. Dad, whoa, Dad, Dad, no one's yelling at you. No no one's mad. I mean, you're mad, but we're not mad at you. We're just trying to find out where did you leave the jug of lemonade. Uh, Other comments include, where did my tabs go? That's right there in my uh, uh, email here. Albert in Tucson, you are a very lucky man, Zabe. Yes, indeed, I am. This one from, uh, I can't na- name the name. It's not a real name. Ah, uh, the family room brick fireplace walls, Abe. We had the same setup in Springfield. And many times family room football required a touchdown by slamming into the brick. Oh, yes. It was a dangerous part of the living room, for sure. Springfield, huh? Springfield, Illinois. Springfield, Missouri. Springfield, Massachusetts. Which Springfield. Running joke on The Simpsons. If you know, you know. Uh, this email from Jason Worth. No, not that guy. Different Jason Worth in Menominee Falls. Roger's hand gesture. Zabe, I thought as well as you that he was doing the rock on bra sign, as you called it on the podcast Monday, but I have since learned via my beautiful wife that the gesture is ASL for I love you, as it combines the individual letter forms for I, L, and Y into one sign. Thought you might find that interesting. I do find it interesting. I find it awesome as well. Good for Aaron Rodgers. Who would ever want to get out of that business? It's beyond me. Michael Floyd writes to say, Zabe, new premium listener here. Been listening for a couple years. My future father-in-law, Ian, got me listening to you and he got me hooked. For Christmas, he subscribed me to your premium episodes. 
Love the sports talk and all your content. Keep it up. Michael in New Mexico. Michael, welcome aboard, my friend, and thank you very much. This one from Mark Freeman regarding snowmaking. Zave, I was a principal of a middle school in Texas about five years ago, and we did a snow day as an incentive. If I recall, a 15 by 15 foot area of snow was about $2,500. Ouch! They brought an ass load of block ice and a huge ice shaver on trucks. For an area that almost never sees snow, our kids loved it until it became slush, which then wasn't too long and wasn't as fun. Anyway, I sent pics of the equipment. Enjoy. And yes, it, it, it looks interesting. Expensive, too. Then there's this from Kit Beatty. Beatty. Beatty in Roswell, Georgia. Thanks for the holiday podcast. Zabe, real quick. Atlanta's wideout who's sitting out due to mental health concerns is Calvin Ridley. How my Falcons have won any games with Kyle Pitts in the cast of nobodies, I have no idea. What did I... Oh, I called him Calvin Ripley. I'm a fucking moron. Fine wide receiver. Really good. Not Julio Jones. Good, but very good. And a nice kid, and I hope he gets his mind right. But still. Number two. I live in Roswell, Georgia, home of the young quarterback that died last week. While it was not reported on by the press, I think his mother tweeted that his surgery was for his shoulder and supposedly his death was due to anesthesia complications. Yeah, shit can go wrong. It's awful. He was not a Georgia commit, but he had several offers from other smaller FCS schools. Such a shame. The whole community is still in shock. Thoughts and prayers, obviously, for that. Anyway, I've been a fan for a long time, since the one-on-one sports days. I've wondered this for a while now. You had a sidekick during those days. What was his name? Why, it's the great Steve Grad, G-R-A-D, who is now the lead authenticator for Beckett Collectibles and is kind of a big deal. Way bigger deal than I became in radio. We've had him on the show on the game in Milwaukee a couple of times. And I'm very happy for Steve. I feel awful that I was young and immature and didn't treat him as respectfully as I should have back in the day. But I was young and stupid, but he hasn't held it against me, and I'm very happy for him. That's the guy you're thinking of. Anyway, been lucky enough to enjoy your shows with Andy and Scott and Sally as well. Stumbled upon this podcast sometime earlier this year. I love when people stumble. God, i got to get the word out more. All my chickens who have left the coop over the years, come back. Come back home. And I love it. It gives us longtime listeners a bit of the sports reporters and a little bit of Fox Sports every week. I did want to chime in and thank you for giving a little extra this holiday season. While most of the shows and podcasts I listen to are on a two-week break, you've given us a show from your pre-Christmas vacation, shows with Mr. X, Scott and Sally, and of course, Jay. I know I'm not the only one who appreciates the fresh content. Also loved the segment with your parents. Ah, yes. This is me grinding when others are sleeping in their silk Joe Rogan pajamas. Come to me, you podcast content whores. Ah, you scroll your phone. Nothing new, nothing new. Ooh, Zabe's producing this week. I'm in. This is how my, I made my bones back in the day. I worked every fucking holiday I could at one-on-one sports and other places. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, give them to me. Give me get Memorial Day weekend. Give me. But, yeah, thank you. 
He said, listening to your parents talk about your Christmases growing up reminded me of mine in the 70s and the 80s growing up in Greenville, South Carolina. I, too, got a domino rally from Santa back in the day. It was cheating, of course, but I loved it nonetheless. That plus Papa Shot and Tin Can Alley were my favorite Christmas gifts ever. Do you recall your favorite gift from under the tree? Thanks again. Keep up the great work. Uh, There was a enclosed plastic shooting gallery that had a small little toy gun that shot small little metal ball bearings spring-loaded at little targets. The whole unit couldn't have been more than two feet long. Clear plastic dome casing on the top. And, uh, yeah, that was a good one. I also had an aircraft carrier that through a rubber band and pulley system would launch these foam fighter jets off of an aircraft carrier fucking badass did they fly as well as they did in the commercials of course not it was absolute should have been an fcc violation lying about how well the uh, toy worked but it was a really cool toy and those are just two i can think of right now off the top of my head and then there's this so i uh have reached out to my friend the great scott gertner at MGM Grand Resort and Casino in, wait for it, Las Vegas, Nevada. And I have said, Scott, you have been so kind over the years to me to coordinate events, and you hosted us for a little event called Zabe Vegas back in 2019. It was a great time. We had a live show out there in the level-up area of MGM Grand. There was a Papa shot We held a tournament. We gave away prizes. Church came out to be part of the festivities. We went to a club that night at Hakkasan. We took a bus ride to the sign to get a... It was great. Well, we had that whole thing on tap and then more for 2020. And you know what happened. And then we had it theoretically in place again for 2021. And then that didn't happen. I want to get Zabe Vegas back up and running. But... If I launch it and nobody comes, will it ever happen? Hopefully Scott can give us the green light to gather at that spot, and I'll put together a package with entertainment, games, fun, and a meet and greet. But I wouldn't mind hearing from you if you are interested in Zave Vegas 2022. Sweet 16 weekend, our sweet honey spot Honey Hole Weekend will be March 24th, that Thursday, uh, this coming spring. Let me know, and hopefully we can get it done. All right. That'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. As always, if you want to subscribe to five days a week, go to zabe.com slash premium. You can sign up there. Cancel any time. You sign up for a year. You get 12 months for the price of 11. What a bargain that is. Thank you so much. Have yourself a great Tuesday, and we will see you next time.
Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with MyBookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than MyBookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with MyBookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie, and when you win, get paid. At SheFit, we're so over beach bodies and getting bikini ready. You should be empowered to wear anything you want, except a bad sports bra. You deserve better. You deserve a bra with fit and support like no other. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually performs. Fully adjustable to fit your body with 50% less bounce than the Nike Pro. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022.